Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking news right now at 6, a huge crime scene at a Durham hotel after a woman is shot dead. Michael Grace is there in the WRAL Breaking News tracker. And our temperatures are a bit cooler this morning than they were yesterday in the 40s and 50s. A jacket will feel nice heading out the door, but I'll show you why we're still on track for a very warm afternoon. A change in federal benefits that goes into effect today has food banks bracing for an increase in demand. The call for more donations as people will be looking to stretch their dollars even further. A lot to tell you about as we begin a new month. Welcome to your Wednesday and to March. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, March kicks it off right here, which is you can draw a line, winter's over. And as far as meteorologists like are concerned, <laughs> right? Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center with the temperatures right now. Yeah, meteorologically, we end uh, the, the season of winter at the end of February, and it starts at the beginning of December. So we have wrapped up March meteorologically with the warmest we're about winter with the warmest that we've ever seen on record. Our temperatures are still going to be on the warm side this afternoon, but we're a little bit cooler than we were yesterday. 51 is our current temperature. We have an east wind at nine miles per hour, and that's brought us some cooler temperatures this morning, but we'll still be on track for a nice warm afternoon. Looking at some 40s out there as you're heading out, 45 in Roxborough, 43 South Hill, 47 in Rocky Mount, 48 in Goldsboro. From the Triangle area southward, our temperatures are in the low 50s right now. But we're looking at anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees cooler this morning than it was yesterday when you stepped out the door. Mid to upper 60s at lunchtime and we'll be in the mid to upper 70s across our area today. Expect mostly sunny skies this morning, but we'll see increasing clouds this afternoon because we have a system on the way to bring us some rain. It's going to be uh, wet overnight tonight after midnight and then we're going to end up with a, a wet start tomorrow morning. A little break midday and then rain again Thursday night into early Friday and yet another wave with a front coming through on Friday night. This is just in from the Storm Prediction Center right around on the triangle, we have a level one risk for severe storms on Friday evening, but our southwestern counties are under a level two. We'll walk through the timeline for that front on Friday. Coming up, Brian. It is 601, almost 602 right now as we take a live look at I-40 at 15501 between Durham and Chapel Hill. Pretty lightly traveled right now in both directions. No delays on that eastbound side heading away from 15501 back toward the 885 interchange. And around the rest of the triangle, still looking fine. We're not seeing any crashes or other delays right now in Wake County. Looking fine. Fine on 440 in both directions, and I-40 looks good all the way through the triangle. Brian, thanks. Now to breaking news. One person is dead and another injured after shooting overnight at a Durham hotel. WRS Michael Grace has been at the scene all night where police have been investigating for going on seven hours now. Michael, what can you tell us? Yeah, well, what we know so far is it happened at 11 o'clock last night. That woman uh, was shot, taken to the hospital where she later died. The man has non-life-threatening injuries, and this entire parking lot here at this extended stay has been blocked off the entire time that I've been here. I want to get you to this video from the WRAL breaking news tracker to really show you how massive 
this crime scene is. In fact, I had to go off property with my camera in order to just get a small glimpse of some of the evidence markers that you can see in the parking lot outside of one of the rooms here. And investigators also have the mobile uh, command unit here, so they have been at it all night. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get a good glimpse of what they've been working on, although I did speak with the public information officer here in Durham. They say they don't have any other updates than the one we're giving you at this time. This is now the second deadly shooting in a week here in Durham. Right now I'm still working with investigators to hopefully find out if they have any leads on a potential shooter. Live in Durham, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Starting today, food pantries in North Carolina are preparing for an increase in people needing their help. A benefit that has been helping to put food on the table for hundreds of thousands of people ends today. WRL's Naya Harden joins us now to explain what's changing and how the community can help those who are losing that assistance. Naya. Yeah, right now, starting today, organizations like Interfaith Food Shuttle, they are going to be expecting to see more people who are going to be here. And that is because they are saying that this is all due to the food assistance program that is going to end up cutting some of that funding. That's the food assistance program known as the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program that will lose at least $95 per month. This is part of the additional money families received during the pandemic. Barbara Morales Burke with Interfaith Food Shuttle says they've already seen an increase in the need for food. And while they don't know how much more will be needed, they say they are ready to meet the demand. We're going to be listening to what we hear from those partner agencies. We're going to uh, listen to them about what kind of change they're, uh, they're seeing in the level of need and what those specific needs are. And then as our resources permit, we'll do our best to fill them. But what we do can only be done with the support of the community. And there are several food assistance uh, program options available. You can find that information on the WREL News app as well as how to donate. Naya Harden, WREL News in Raleigh. Some food benefits for children affected by COVID in North Carolina aren't ending yet. The state's Department of Health and Human Services just got approval to continue its pandemic electronic benefits program, PEBT it's called. That program provides help for eligible kids who can't access meals at school or in childcare because of COVID-related absences or closures. With the extension, PEBT will last now until May 11th, which is when the pandemic health emergency ends. New this morning, UNC police are looking for the person who assaulted and robbed a student inside a dorm room. Police sent out a crime alert around 10:15 last night about the robbery. It happened at Morrison Residence Hall around 8 p.m. Police say a woman entered a student's room and assaulted and threatened them. The woman then went through the student's belongings and took money before leaving. Police did not say if this was a targeted attack. Breaking this morning, the death toll is rising after two trains crashed head-on in Greece. We just checked and at least 36 people died in this crash. More than 85 others are hurt. This all happened around midnight. Rescue crews are working now to find any survivors, any other survivors in the wreckage. Some of the riders were university students returning home from vacation. Officials say Several rail employees are among the dead. Investigators say a passenger train leaving Athens hit an oncoming freight train at high speed. The reason for the crash isn't clear yet. 
And happening now in the WREL Life Center, Prime Ministers from all over the world sharing their condolences this morning in the wake of that train crash. A lot of them taking to Twitter. Uh, Dutch Prime Minister Mark Root writing this terrible news from Greece where a train collide collision has claimed dozens of lives. Also, Alexander de Croo, Belgian Prime Minister, our thoughts go to the victims and their loved ones of this terrible train accident. And also, European Commission uh, President Ursula von der Leyen writing, my thoughts are with the people of Greece after the terrible train accident that claimed so many lives. The whole of Europe is mourning with you. Michelle, thanks for that update. Several roads in Clayton are back open this morning after a gas leak. The WRL breaking news tracker was there as crews worked to repair the leak on Little Creek Church Road. The gas line was hit by workers earlier in the day. Three nearby roads were shut down for hours. They are now back open. New abortion restrictions are moving forward in North Carolina. A Republican-backed bill to reduce the number of weeks the procedure is legal could be introduced as soon as next week. State House Speaker Tim Moore says there's enough support to make abortions illegal after as little as six weeks. Right now, abortions are banned in our state after 20 weeks unless needed to save the mother's life. The new measure has abortion rights advocates concerned. I'm incredibly disheartened to hear that the Republicans are yet again attempting to control the health care decisions of uh, the people that elected them to represent us instead of focusing on the real issues that impact the everyday lived experiences of North Carolinians. The bill will need Democratic support to pass. The GOP is one seat short of a majority big enough to override vetoes by Democratic Governor Roy Cooper. North Carolina is one step closer to making medical marijuana legal. The state Senate just passed a legalization bill with bipartisan support. The measure still needs to pass another vote today before it heads to the House. A similar bill didn't make it past the House last time. Supporters have higher hopes this time. The bill's lead sponsor, a Republican, recently said he believes there's more support this time around. North Carolina is one of a small number of states yet to legalize medical marijuana. A man facing charges after a six-year-old brought a gun to school in Rocky Mount will be in court this morning. 58-year-old Marvin Davis is charged with failing to store the gun properly. Prosecutors say a six-year-old who lives in the same home as Davis had an unloaded 9-millimeter handgun in his backpack at Fairview Elementary School last month. Police say no threats were made and the child never handled the gun in class. Starting today, your tap water might have an unusual smell and taste. It's part of the annual flushing of the water system in several communities. A number of cities and towns, including Raleigh, Cary, Apex, Fayetteville, and parts of Johnston County, are changing their water treatment process starting today by removing ammonia. And that could cause a temporary chlorine taste and odor. The process will continue for several weeks. So you may want to filter your water or boil it for a minute to remove the taste. If you say it's safe, though, if you can get past that taste. There are school leaders in Wake County looking for ways to make sure students stay safe. But there are some security measures that they say they will not consider. And a new deal to promote offshore wind energy development in North Carolina. Who is involved and where the wind farms may be built. We're starting just a little cooler this morning, but we still have several warm afternoons in our forecast in the 70s all the way through Friday. New this morning on Friday, we're under a level one and two risk for severe thunderstorms across our area. I'll show you who will be at risk and the timeline coming up.
13. It's a little bit cooler this morning than it was this time yesterday. We're in the 40s in Rocky Mount, checking in at 47 this morning, 51 in Durham and 51 in Fayetteville. We're seeing mostly clear skies or maybe a little bit of high thin cloud cover as that sun comes up, but we should have a beautiful sunrise. It's just beginning across our area right now. We'll take a look at what you need heading out the door. I was pretty happy in a jacket this morning because temperatures are anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees cooler this morning than they were yesterday. But still, it's going to be pleasant at lunchtime. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 60s with some sunshine. So eating lunch outside today looks great. And dinner, too. We'll see a high of 76, 77. And during dinner, temperatures will still be close to 70 degrees. After that, we have rain in our forecast for a good bit of Thursday and Friday. I'll walk you through it. Coming up, Brian. 614 right now, Elizabeth, and you're looking at live sensor data around the triangle as we watch those major routes this morning, not picking up any problems anywhere in Wake County. So let's take a look at those major approaches into Durham at the moment, and our sensor readings are indicating that all that is looking clear. Coming in from Raleigh on 40 westbound, no delays from Wade Avenue, and out of Hillsborough toward Durham on 85 northbound, we're also looking clear, Jeff. Thanks for that, Brian. Wake County is making it clear that metal detectors are not part of the district-wide plan to make schools safer. District leaders are facing mounting pressure from parents to address safety. There have been five guns found at five schools in the last four months. That's on top of a growing number of social media threats and school lockdowns. The school system has identified five recommendations for physical security upgrades at schools, but they're keeping those under wraps for now. I can't really tell you what's in the assessment. But I'm going to tell you what's not in the assessment. Metal detectors and or weapon detection systems are not in the assessment. Okay, so those security experts have told WRAL metal detectors can catch some weapons, but they're very expensive and unlikely to stop a school shooting. Later this year, Wake County will install new check-in systems at all schools that screen visitors more carefully. In just a few hours, jurors in the Alec Murdoch trial will arrive at the rural hunting estate where his wife and son were murdered. Today's trip comes one day after the prosecution ended its rebuttal questioning. Once the visit to the South Carolina state is over, closing arguments in the case will begin. The jury could start deliberations by tomorrow. Murdoch denies killing his wife and son. He was formerly a powerful attorney in South Carolina. Two people were in the hospital this morning after a serious crash in Sampson County. This was the scene when the WRL breaking news tracker arrived along US 13 at Alex Benton Road last night. Troopers tell us charges are pending. New this morning, Chicago is preparing to elect a new mayor after voters denied incumbent Lori Lightfoot a second term. Lightfoot conceded overnight. Now Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson will meet in a runoff to take her place. Vallis is a former head of Chicago Public Schools. Johnson is a county commissioner. Lightfoot thanked her supporters and spoke directly to young people of color last night. I told you back then that anything is possible with hard work. And I want you to know that no matter what happens along the way, you should always believe that because it's true. Lightfoot is the first African-American woman and first openly gay person to serve as Chicago's mayor. Her loss was unusual since historically the incumbent wins in the city's mayoral race. The runoff election is set for April 4th. We expect more information this morning about offshore wind energy development in our state. State Commerce Secretary Michelle Baker Sanders plans to announce an agreement at 930. Sources tell WRL this could include adding wind farms at Southport and on Radio Island near Moorhead City. 
the state is expected to work with Denmark, which has a long history with offshore wind energy to carry out some of the construction. That will mean some big development near our coastal ports. Very interesting. Wind kicking up just a little bit today as we enter March. Elizabeth Gardner, the WRF Severe Weather Center. Yeah, you know, March on the calendar when you're in elementary school had that kite, you know, coming through. So we do, we do tend to see a lot of changes, a lot of systems rolling in in March can make things a little breezy. And we're seeing winds out of the east this morning at about 10 miles per hour. Pretty sunrise in progress here in Goldsboro looking gorgeous. There's a live look there uh, looking at Apex, Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. And a nice look at the DBAP there with the seats all lit up. It's just about a month until uh, the boys of summer return there. In the meantime, we have a wetter pattern that we're about to move into. We're going to see rain starting late tonight, tomorrow morning, again late Thursday, early Friday, and again on Friday evening with a front that's uh, already uh, leaving us with a level one and two severe threat for Friday evening. Here's a look at that big system that's going to come moving across the country. Uh, there are two lows out here right now. One of those is bringing some uh, snow up around the Great Lakes and the, uh, the upper uh, mid West. That's going to swing through with a chance of some showers overnight, followed by this front. And this front's going to produce some severe storms in parts of the deep south and then bring us again a level one and two risk for Friday. Here's a look at today. Futurecast is pretty insistent about showing some cloud cover for us, but we're seeing mostly sunny skies, and I think we'll end up with a good bit of sunshine today. I think that Futurecast a little bit overdone. It also shows a quick sprinkle this evening, which isn't out of the question, but our best chance for rain comes overnight tonight. There's 2 a.m. This is going to be early Thursday morning. Thursday's morning commute is going to be messy. This is a look at 6 a.m. If you're going to be out early, it'll be worse. If you're out later, the roads will still be wet, but between 8 and 9 o'clock, a lot of that rain should begin to taper off. And then we're fairly dry midday, but then once we get into the late afternoon, evening, during the evening commute on Thursday, we have more rain that rolls in, and that sticks with us into Friday morning. Here's a look at the big system. This one, the second one coming through with a lot of snow again across parts of the country and severe storms along the Mississippi Valley. We start off with some rain early Friday morning and then we'll see that front moving in our direction. A little break midday just like Thursday and then the front itself sweeps through during the evening. It'll be a wet evening commute and we'll have the chance for some storms right around dinner time. Then that all moves out and we'll still stay on the mild side getting into the weekend. For today it's a level two risk for severe storms from Tennessee back to Texas and then it gets worse. Look at this for tomorrow. It's a level four risk from Texas back over across Louisiana and Arkansas. Even and back here in the in the uh, southwest, we don't end up seeing uh, level three three and four risk that often. For us on Friday, it's a level one risk for some of our counties and a level two risk back here across our southwest counties into uh, the Sandhills. How much rain are we talking about? About half an inch to an inch total for Thursday and Friday. And we stay warm with highs in the 70s through Friday. After that, it's looking like a fairly pleasant weekend, but we do have some chilly temperatures coming up. Brian, Monday, we're going to see a morning low of 37. Do you know where your coat is? I don't, I don't even know where mine is. <laughs> <laughs> don't put it away just yet. Uh, not until sometime in mid-April. Uh, as we take a look at traffic this morning at 620, looking pretty good around the triangle. No crashes showing up right now. Just starting to see our delays building on 40 westbound coming in around the Clayton Bypass. We'll get an update on those uh, delay times coming up in just a few minutes. want to remind you about that work in Wake Forest with many railroad crossings closed today. They're going to close Rogers uh, Road today as they work to maintain that crossing. All these should uh, be open sometime tomorrow. Just allow some extra time across those railroad crossings in Wake Forest. Brian, thank you. Congressional lawmakers are reaching across the aisle to address a common concern. What a new House Select Committee is saying about the threats posed by China. 
And another triangle community is allowing drinking outdoors in its downtown, where the newest social district in our area is getting started today. Coming up on today, updates from across the country as major winter storms are packing a punch to millions. Today is coming up at 7 here on WRL. And here are your winning lottery numbers on your screen right now. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Disney is reimagining one of its classics once again. And Brian Schrader is here now with What's Trending, Brian. Yeah, there are no new ideas, so <laughs> Disney is going to take us back to Neverland. The trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy just released. This is a live-action movie that will arrive on Disney Plus in April. Peter Pan is played by 16-year-old Alexander Maloney. It also stars Jude Law as Captain Hook and blackish star Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. So it's nostalgia for us, but now a whole new generation can experience the adventures of Peter Pan and Wendy. And Brian, you alluded to this, but Disney seems to have this MO of just uh, remaking its films with these uh, live action, um, you know, with the live action thing like Little Mermaid will be uh, premiering in theaters in May. So a lot of folks are excited about that. Do these Maybe work? Not. Does it work? We'll I find think out. by having Maybe. actors, it gives a lot of more emotional depth to the story, hmm. perhaps. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. Tom Brady might need uh, to play some defense when it comes to his phone. Uh, that's because Brady's 10-year-old daughter Vivian took his phone and posted pictures of her kitten to his Instagram <laughs> story. But it looks like Tom got his phone back. His most recent post is a promotion of his clothing brand called Brady. Who needs to see that? We want to see more of the cats. Yes! It's so cute. She hijacked his phone and then hijacked his Instagram stories to post that. They got those uh, two kittens right after uh, Valentine's Day. And she's just loving it. And she, she outs herself there saying that, uh, by the way, this is Vivi on Dad's phone. Laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Brian. Thank you. A nail biter at the end, but the Duke Blue Devils are unbeaten at home this season, defeating NC State last night. Duke got a 71-67 win, paying the Wolfpack back for a lopsided loss earlier this year. In Coach John Shire's first season since taking over for Coach K, Duke completed its home schedule, a perfect 16-0. Have you seen it yet? The yellow pine pollen has started to cover everything, but we do have rain returning overnight tonight through Friday. That'll give us a little bit of a break from the pollen, but I'll show you how long it could last this season coming up. And here's a live look now outside the extended stay America Hotel on NC 55 in Durham. Police have been there all night long after a woman was shot dead. Michael Grace is there in the WRL breaking news tracker. And changes are coming today to the SNAP program. Coming up, we'll tell you why food pantries say they expect to be busy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 